So, I'm here with Mr. Fo uh, Mr. Parker right now, almost with Mr. Foster. So, um, I was like, I was in your first class ever that you ever taught. That is true. That is true. Because uh, I had you for second period, right? Right. And yeah, so that was the first year here and the first class I actually taught. Yeah. And the first students I saw because I think we started with second period homeroom probably. Yeah, yeah. So, that was probably like one of the first students you ever saw. Exactly, and like, exactly. you know, when I saw you, I knew you were something special, right. honestly. Like, you're, you're like pretty awesome. And, um, you always came through, you know, you're probably the reason I got into most of my colleges because you had like a lot of free time in your classes. Exactly. Right. So I could like do a bunch of my work uh, in your class. Yeah, like kind of a stress-free yeah. zone where you could just kind of get things done. Right? Yeah, it alleviated a lot of tension and, um, you know, also like your letter of rec or whatever for EOP, that probably right, got right. me in. So whatever whatever you did, whatever magic you did, I got into all my Cal States. It's that mojo. It's that, it's the mojo. Yeah, so whatever you did, you know, you got me in. Yeah, so it was, it was my honor to be able to help somebody, you know. Yeah. We're all just here trying to help each other out. That's what I believe anyway. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. And um, I want, first question I wanted to ask you, like, how did you end up here as a teacher? Because I remember on my program, it wasn't supposed to be you at first. Right, right. Um, well, it all started, I guess, two years ago when um, I was at my previous school, University High. Um, I, my wife had a baby, and I went on, that's what they call paternity leave. So for the yeah. next year or so. I didn't work at all for LUSD, but I was lucky enough to still get paid because the prior 10 years, I put in a lot of work and got sick time. So I was yeah. able to kind of be taken care of. So I didn't work for a year. And then when I came back, I ended up at a school kind of way far south of here where it was kind of really rough. You know, students were had drugs in class, you know, rolling blunts and throwing the trash and <laughs> yeah. uh, fighting the teachers. A student pushed me, a little seventh grade girl pushed me out the way of the door. And, uh, you know, so that, that was kind of a tough time. And then into that year, I was really looking for a new placement. Yeah. Let myself be kind of placed there because I was kind of just feeling whatever happens, happens. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And I saw what's the worst that can happen. We don't plan. Yeah. I said, okay, this year, I'm actually going to go out on interviews. I'm going to try to get something better because I see what happens when you let the world just do you. So um, that summer, I think it was like the day before school started or so, the yeah. days before school started, and I didn't like any of the schools I interviewed at. And I was lucky enough to see I'm um, opening at Bravo. And um, I applied for it. and. I think it was that same day or the next day, I got a call from administration asking me to come in and talk to me about the position. And it's lucky for me, the previous uh, teacher decided last minute that he didn't want to yeah. continue here. Or I know I don't know how it all went, but lucky for me, I was placed here. And um, everyone's better off. Now. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's the best best place I've ever been teaching. Fifteen years, so that's awesome. Because a, honestly, if he was if he was teaching whoever that whoever that guy was, my life would have been a lot different. Because um, because of that alleviated tension, you know, I was able to get a four and I really boosted my GPA. And I think that really that really you know solidified me as a student. Exactly. You know? I've got a good socio like emotional understanding of like how it is to be in high school and what everything's on. You don't need your elective class, you know, giving you. Yeah, dissertation work, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not that serious. If you want to do an animation or graphic design, great. Do I mean, I mean, we still did that. We exactly, learned a lot exactly, in that exactly, class. Exactly. It was a good balance. Like, it wasn't everything. Yeah. You, you know, know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. It wasn't like an AP computer science class. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was supposed to be chill. That's, that's it what supposed it's supposed to be fun. To be. Yeah. Yeah. So you learn about yourself. You'll feel enriched. Thought smiling. Yeah. You know, you, you did your job. We learned a lot. We photoshopped. Like, I remember, remember Brandon and Andrew. We had yeah, like a bunch yeah. of fun, like photoshopping faces. And exactly. Stuff. And then pen tool. Like that one thing is like, oh, we got to learn pen tool. Yeah. <laughs> we got to learn. Still, that's still like embedded in my brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is, we, we spoke about this before. And this was about like, your teacher salary and mm -hmm. like how you are like chilling on a whole nother level so um it's it, it, it takes care it makes it i don't have to really worry about much um 
I think that's what it's supposed to be. If you have a job, you know, every single day, you shouldn't have to worry about, you know, from, you know, during the working hours, I guess, you shouldn't have to worry about after work going to another job, you know? Yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. I was, I was benefit of good planning in high school, paying attention just enough to pass my test. Yeah, just, just enough to get through. Mm -hmm. So you said uh, you were like pulling like six figures in like a year, right? Yeah. I got to count up how many figures I had. Well, one year I had a really good year. It was like made over 100,000. Yeah. But that was a year that I really stuck to my guns. I think I taught every period. So I had six classes and I taught for West LA City College at that high school after school. Okay. Fun because it was still computers, computer design, just teaching Photoshop all day, just had to stay there a little later. I think we bought a pizza every day because it was only two days a week. So every day we had the class, we got pizza. And uh, that was a beautiful year, but the government took it. So <laughs> I think that's one of the years I didn't make that much money because about 20 grand went to taxes and such. Oh, okay. That's good. It's nice to see though for a teacher, you know. Yeah. I got summers off in that year. I made Wait. over 100,000. Teachers get paid by period? Like how many periods they teach? You get a, kind of like a salary for a year for five classes. Yeah. And the sixth class is called an auxiliary class. Auxiliary. So that's technically extra. So okay. yeah, you get that little extra pay for that class. Okay. And that would increase your monthly check. Oh, that's but you know, if you don't do it the next year, you go way back down. <laughs> so that's what happened after not teaching for West LA and not teaching that extra class at that other school. Went back down to a more normal range of like somewhere around eighty, I think. Okay. But I've been doing it for fifteen years. You don't yeah. start there. But you guys you guys have a really good like LAUSD like retirement plan and investment oh, plan. As I understand it, the retirement plan is excellent. Um I'm not really that's, retired. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I understand that if you get to a certain age, yeah, you get a pension, and it's a nice chunk of what you were making. So I guess in a way, you get to live for the rest of your life after retirement, somewhat in the same, I guess, um, economic status. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of good. So that's a pretty like comfortable. You know, a, a lot of teachers have told me like they're not they're not worried about it. exactly. That's what it is. I'm not. I think that's what it is. I'm not really worried about it. I just understand that it's gonna be okay. It's gonna Especially be okay. If, you know, I have family money too, so you know. Yeah, yeah I remember you told me about that. Your mom, your mom really hooked it up. Rubbing my hands together. Thanks for the planning, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the planning. And then uh, she was the one that gave you your car, right? Your exactly. first Mercedes. Exactly. First Beamer. At first Beamer. Previous car and the yeah. previous car. <laughs> wow. I'm not gonna lie. I've been a quite a mama's boy, and it's it's been working out for me. So it's been <laughs> fun doing that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm an only child, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty much mama's boy exactly, too. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm being a good kid. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's go a little deeper this time. I just wanted to ask you, uh, what drugs have you experimented with? Jeez, let's see. Um, going back to the beginning of high school, I had some friends who were into marijuana. So, yeah, yeah. Time, I experimented with marijuana. Yeah, that's the, that's the LA staple. Yeah. Exactly. That's about as far as I went for the next, well, alcohol. I didn't ever like alcohol, though. So, yeah. it would make me feel like the worst ever. So, I don't really miss that drug too. So, I wouldn't experiment with that at all. Yeah. When I was in teacher training, I had anxiety. Yeah. I actually got an Xanax prescription and it helped a lot because I would get these nervous sweat to be, you know, nine o'clock at night taking classes, it's 50 degrees or whatever, but I'm just pouring sweat. Yeah. And I just knew that wasn't normal. And I had had that issue since I was 16, just not really feeling comfortable. Yeah. I think I eventually ended up being like a more of a confidence thing, you know, just uncertainty in myself. You know, so ended up just taking the Xanax for like a semester and then ran out, of the, ran out of the prescription and didn't have the guts to go get more, like try to like go to TJ or something. Like, <laughs> like oh, whatever. And then you know, I kind of lifted weights too, so I kind of. Felt good about that. Uh, I got yeah. better in my skin and not was worrying about, you know, being there to sitting. Oh, also, I became more social. So yeah. Instead of just sitting back to class, just waiting for time to end, I learned that if I kind of had fun there, at least kind of talked to other people, yeah. time flew by. Yeah, I see. I yeah. see you do that in our class, too. You always made friends. You always exactly. talked to everyone. It makes and it time was, fly. Yeah, it makes time fly. brooding, thinking about every single moment. Yeah. All right. This is completely random, but a few days ago, huh? 
So, uh, this is just random. One of my friends wanted to ask me this question because uh, you're pretty, you're pretty close with him. Uh, so, you know, Tassin Azad. Yes. Yeah, so he told me that one time you were just talking to him, you just had like syrup in your hands. Well, like Aunt Jemima syrup or something. What was that about? What happened there? I really like big here. And um, one of my favorite things is the French toast trio. The little... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, and I would eat it just right dry for like all for last year, but then I realized that it's delicious when you add your own syrup. Really? And there are several other dishes that come a little dry that I prefer to put my own syrup, like the, you know, the waffles or things. It, it can make or break your whole big experience here. Yeah. Wow, so that's interesting. That's like Tassin was always confused about that. He never that's, understood why you just had I, syrup. I share with my students. So if you need some syrup, you, you, <laughs> to make your big experience what it should be, pass it around and have a moment together. <laughs> <laughs> have a moment together. Wow, I gotta try that. You know, the maple brings you together. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, so, Mister, what do you what do you do in your free time when you get home? When you when you have free time, what are you up to? Besides? My free time. It's rarely free, but I have a two-year-old and an eleven-year-old, so I yeah. go home as often doing daddy things like the baby, giving my wife a break because she's been home with the kids all day. Yeah. Um, when I do things that are fun. I, I'll do things on the computer. Like I've been a Mac guy, or you know, taking my whole life. So I'll go download some movies or download some music, or yeah, yeah. you know, add some hard drives to my computer, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, or you know, make sure the internet's working right. Yeah. You know, things like that, or um, I tend to do little jobs for. Principles I've had in the past, they keep my information, and if their computers go down, because they're like 60, yeah. I'll help them out with their computers or and things like that. Ah. So I just be like, what do I do? Well, I teach computers. <laughs> I teach computers. All right, so for you guys in the podcast, we just we just switched locations real quick. We were back in Mr. Foster's, uh, Mr. Parker, I keep saying Foster. We're back in Mr. Parker's room, and uh, it's going to be way quieter in here. So yeah, uh, the question I was going to ask is just, uh, you know, what you do in your free time and stuff. You say you're with your kids, downloading computers and exactly. stuff. You know, just keep keeping it techy, trying to stay up with current uh, tech trends. I, like, I don't like to get too far behind in, you know, what the new thing is. So um, I'll read magazines, tech journals, things like that. Um, if I'm lucky, I'll get to go explore some, like, enrichment things. Like, I recently got into chemistry, so I like kind of dabbling around. Oh, you're into chemistry? Oh, yeah. I like to, like molecular or biochemical things like that oh wow so like um i want to get a CRISPR machine so i can like g sequence genes so i always have a lot of extra money so i can like kind of go pro prosumer you know not really consumer and not really professional but somewhere in the middle where you know i'm just a little bit higher yeah wow that's a, i never i never expected that well that's awesome oh, man yeah. i like the idea that i can just take a bunch of chemicals together mix them together and make you know Insulin or something like that. <laughs> Biosynthesis of human like, insulin or something. Like the next Walter White or something, man. <laughs> Everything's possible. It's all just knowledge. It's what you do with it that matters. Mm. He like worked it. with the teacher at first until he took the road down a dark path. And, I mean, <laughs> you're making six feet, so you don't need to worry about. Oh, no. You don't need. To, exactly, exactly. You don't need to worry about selling insulin. I don't his house was paid off. I just like the, the knowledge that you can do it. Like it's not just for Bear or Merck to do that. You, low key, high key, could actually do it yourself with yeah. proper materials. Wow, that's that's Bear awesome. Is. Yeah. Or mess it up because you did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take something, all your hair falls off. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, um, how is your family life? You know, with like the wife and kids and Everything stuff. Everything is so beautiful right now. Uh, yeah, we just recently got your little bumpy patch, and it's it's so easy to forget now because they're back being my little sweethearts all at home. Yeah. <laughs> I think they get tired of me during the summer to see me every day. Like, go, I go back to work, and every time I come home now, it's daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like see me at home just sitting around and like, you do all day. I'm like. I sit, I sit. It's the summer. 
Can you mow the grass? No, we got a gardener. <laughs> we got a gardener, yeah. Let's see here, look at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you had two kids, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Two-year-old and 11-year-old? Yes, yes. Okay, wow. Uh, like, uh, how, like, are they boys, girls? Well, two boys. Um, the first one, the 11-year-old, is my wife's, it's my son. He's from the wife's previous relationship. Okay. I've known him since he was two, so that's my boy. Yeah. Um, and my wife been together around 10 years, or about 10 years, I forget. Um, I think it is 10 years, yeah, the 2020. So yeah, 10 years this year. And uh, the two-year-old boy as well, um, walking, talking, you know. Yeah, yeah walking and talking. <laughs> exactly, demanding bottles. He holds his bottle up and shakes it when it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when when did you, and when and where did you meet your wife? I met her in Las Vegas. I think it was like late 2009, and uh, or 2010, I forget. But um. My friend was working for like the utilities company there, and he was going around putting new thermostats in homes. And he happened to go over to her house and meet her, and saw from her home that she was packing up and things. She had been recently divorced, so she was moving in, yeah, new home. And then tells about his friend, which was me, and I, I recently divorced. And I said, yeah, she calls me like uh, soon after, and hop in the bins and drive to Vegas. <laughs> is, that rest is history. Oh, that sounds like a good rom-com or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Meet the Parkers or something. I told her to check out my, I think it was a Twitter page where I had like, I had my braids and I had like some yeah, like, yeah. Shades, like looking at the sky, like just a total, total I've selfie seen, pose. I've <laughs> seen those, what are you, yeah, like headshots or something? Oh yeah, I've, I've headshots. She, she hadn't seen the headshots. I didn't like, oh, I'm a, I'm a model part yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what were those headshots for? Modeling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Modeling. Oh, you, you modeled before. Yeah, I was a model. Um, wow. I guess 2004. Three-ish. Wow, well, I was. It fell into that. I almost. Nerd. I almost didn't computer. even exist yet. Wow, shy computer nerd with yeah, the model house. This happened then because I was a computer nerd. I got a job at a print shop, fixing their computers. Just went in one day, just interviewed. I don't know how I got there. I really don't remember how I got into that place. But I, when you're young and smart, and people see that they can make money off you or save money with you, they'll hire you quick. So yeah, I was under the table, I fixed computers, I fixed their cameras, and um, do that. I met made friends with a lot of photographers and sometimes mm. you know actors would come in and pick up their headshots from this place yeah so then a, a photographer hired me from the print shop kind of took me but he was just next door yeah, yeah. i was working for a photographer photographer instead of paying me sometimes he'd just take headshots yeah because they are expensive <laughs> exactly you know? exactly so i got some free headshots and then um one of his clients ended up being my friend because i did some work for him on a website yeah so just hopped off hopped off, hopped off. that friend ended up being in a tom cruise movie called the last samurai yeah and he got that because of the photographs I took for him, the website that I made for him, the yeah. demo reel that I made for him. So that's been my homie for life. And through him, I've uh, got a production company and got uh, modeling opportunities. So, so you know, it's kind of, I got... That, yeah, that's just like what LA yeah. does to you. Exactly, exactly. But who you know, because I didn't even want to be a model, but they, they said... Uh, yeah, I got, I got roped into that. Why not? I got roped into that kind of stuff, because I, I also got headshots taken recently, and I have friends in, in like the comedy yeah. industry and stuff, and they're just like, hey, you know, you want to try some background acting and stuff? It's like, you know, whatever, you know, it pays, it's fun, and, you know, you get out there, and yeah, like, it, it's just it's just Hollywood doing a number on you, you know? It's fun being able to say that I was a model in the industry, because otherwise I have to say, well, no, I'm a, I'm a teacher, because I was teaching. Yeah, I'm a teacher, and I'm a computer guy, and why are you here? Well, no, now I'm a model. I would lie before and say, whenever I was with my friend Shin, yeah. he would ask, if he's famous, who are you? We'd lie and say, he said, tell me once, just to say you're a Laker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, just say you're a Laker. So for a while, I was like, like a Laker. Laker Reserve? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wanted the Lakers, and people believed it. They would just scream. Yeah, I mean, the Grove, little Asian girls. Ah, Shin. <laughs> <laughs> and then who's a tall black guy next to you? Because Shin's like, my friend Shin's like maybe 5'6". I'm 6'5", so yeah. I look like I'm somebody or I should be. Yeah, yeah. 
You look exactly. like a, like a Laker reserve. Exactly, exactly. Played with Kobe Bryant. He was playing in the league at the time, so yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> he like his brother. Exactly. Like, that's your cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how you, goes, yeah. you know how your connections you know. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah, a lot of a lot of like white people in LA, they would have just believed it. They, exactly, exactly. Just wear wear a jersey, you know, exactly. with your bands and stuff. Exactly. People are just gonna believe it. Exactly. You know? It's the Asian star. The Asians really don't know who our guys are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. They saw me being a giant, and they're like, offer me sake shots. I'm like, why not? <laughs> I have some Japanese water. Japanese water. <laughs> that's what they offered me, and he said, that's not yeah, that water. Exactly. Oh, so yeah, sake. It was. They said some Japanese water. Yeah, take it. And my friend would say that's not water. It's sake. By the time you drink it, that's kind of too late. No take backs. Yeah. Wait. So a question I wanted to ask you is that did Kobe's passing like affect you? Honestly, not directly. Not directly. Because my wife, she, she's a feeler, and I guess she felt it. So when she found out, she cried. She um had me put on the news, things like that. But um, me personally, I was never like an so I really never bond with them unless I like played those characters on like NBA 2K whatever. Yeah, or yeah, NBA, yeah, something like that. So, because I remember not even too long, like I used to play a lot of NBA Live when I was a kid mm-hmm. and 2K. I played 2K like just recently, mm-hmm. and like I was, uh, I remember like my one of my favorite players like to use in that game was actually Kobe. I was Go like, damn, it. this guy. No wonder people like him so much. He's really good. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy apparently. Yeah. Like once he grew up, you know, hot dog and ever those words get thrown around, but. I guess that's like the athlete's drive, but you know, as far, as far as being a father and um, community figure, as I understand, he made a positive impact, and it's always sad to see someone go like that while they're still working in that realm. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned you got headshots back in two thousand three, right? So, mm-hmm. were you like in L.A. at the time? You're in L.A. Oh right? yeah, I've always lived in L.A. So you lived in L.A. like your whole life? My entire life. You were born here. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome because uh, I was born here too, and like. Oh, cool. But like a lot of people in that industry, like you know, comedy or like acting and modeling, no one's really from exactly. LA. You know? That's exactly. No one's Everyone's from, LA. from like Colorado. No one's from Hollywood. Hollywood yeah. Yeah. No one's from Hollywood. Everyone moves to Hollywood to make it. You know. Exactly. But here, don't even care really. I guess given to us, but we we don't shine. We don't shy away from it. We yeah, we don't it. shy away from exactly. it. You know, when it, when the opportunity presents itself, we just take it. I'm taking exactly. it. You know, exactly. we all just gotta take. You just pay me some money to look at me. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> someone someone in LA just has some headshots lying around, you know what I mean? They said we all have headshots too. <laughs> yeah, we all have headshots. Just, just, just for the off chance. Exactly. Like, Somebody at Target said, like, hey, come get these headshots. Like Idris Elba stunt double, you're just like, exactly. oh, call in Carson Parker, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. First it was like, okay, you're like a, a dark skinned Nick Cannon, but now I'm not like, getting into the, my, my, my daddy bod and not going to be other roles. So. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> be like Idris Elba. So he's in talks for James Bond. You should be like a stunt exactly. double or exactly. like. A twin or something, you know, you could do yeah. anything. Now that the gangster, you know, expectation is gone, you know. <laughs> the gangster. At first, you know, you can be the gangster or like the the odd placed computer nerd. Yeah, the odd <laughs> place. Yeah, just like the token. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like the hello, I fixed your computer. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, we got one. <laughs> yeah, we, there you go. You got one. And he right? didn't die. And he didn't die. <laughs> I remember in Transformers, there was just like this one Indian guy for tech support. I remember that. And I was just like, oh, well, we made it. Kind of. Exactly. You know? He's paving the way, man. Yeah, we're paving the way there, you know? So uh, I wanted to ask you, how, how was your high school experience? High school experience was, I guess it was pleasant enough, you know. Um, I was in the magnet program at Hamilton, so it wasn't like I was a fancy job. We're kind of like the ones who had nice backpacks and books in them. Yeah. You know, things like that. We did our homework. We didn't play instruments. I think at Hamilton at the time, we had, there was like a music academy and the humanities and the original school. Yeah. The original school, that was people who were like in the area, so you just went there. 
other kids who were in the wagon that we got busted in. So we were like from other schools where maybe we would have been at worse schools. But, yeah. but our parents saw some shine in this and they say, let's get them out of the hood and send them to Yeah, send them magnet. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good school at the time. And I'm not sure if it is right now, but uh, we, were, we were holding it down for the magnet, you know? <laughs> yeah, real hard. Upperly mobile African American and Latino students. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're doing good out here. We're all, we're all going to do good one day, you know? Exactly, exactly. Especially at Bravo. You guys are kicking butt yeah. academically and even in like on the field too. Yeah, <laughs> we are. And uh, I'm just, I'm just glad, like I got the college thing out the way, you know. I'm just like, I got, I got accepted into your college. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, how was, how was that experience? And college and, is so much easier than high school, like socially and academically. Because I went to, I was in a magnet program, so you know, we did essays. So when I went to college, essays were easy. You yeah. Know, I knew how to knock out an essay. Just being sitting, being sat down and given a prompt. I can knock on an essay after reading the afterword or the foreword and, you know, make a comprehensive, cohesive essay. So um, I was an English major because of that. You know, okay. Thanks to the humanities training at um, Hamilton. Wow, that's awesome. Like, you know, everything everything just falls into place. Life you know? is largely reading comprehension. I like that. <laughs> that, that, that's some knowledge you right there. anything. Yeah. yeah. Computers to chemistry to comedy. Yeah. Because you can understand the nuances and how to pause and, you know, the meter. Just, you get it. Yeah, I, you get it. Um, so, um, what is, what's the weirdest thing you've overheard at Bravo? Weirdest thing I've overheard at Bravo? Uh, yeah. This place has been pretty tame. Really? Because yeah. I remember when I was in class, I overheard some crazy stuff. Jeez, I, maybe that's why people tell me things I, I forget because I'm not really... <laughs> I'm not holding for like my little back book of like, when <laughs> you get famous, I'm going to remember that. You peanut butter... The dog, okay, yeah, that's weird stuff. No, yeah, you're, like not, you're not holding anything. No, so me. like, I really, no, if you told me, you told me something, I'll say, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's really, that was wacko. You're still alive? Yeah. But no, nothing, nothing that crazy at Bravo. Like, I've, only, I've only seen two students yell at each other and, and, and of anger, you know, across the hallway. Yeah. Like, it's been a very pleasant, yeah, normal place. Um, Pretty tame. Yeah, I mean, unless you like think like students like drinking alcohol is like just, weird crazy or something like no, that. I mean, that exactly exactly so nothing that i haven't seen before heard of before or worse oh my god there's been weirder such things that well like <laughs> so your your previous high school that you worked at well, mm -hmm. what were some weird things there exactly things at that school there'd be you know five videos almost every day another video about every other day such that it was almost like a snapchat just of the school fights you know yeah. it wasn't like they were they weren't terribly mad at each other it was just a different type of non-serious cultures yeah sometimes with a group of students and they were like a large percentage of the school um you know deviant activity on campus of a sexual nature that was, was there like, too. That, that was there wow. um drug use things like that yeah for yeah. us that's like an annual uh, like event you know <laughs> that, exactly that was... i'm not sure if i'm not just not hearing about it like people are polite enough not to tell parker you know and just like tarnish my image of the school but i just thought it was like this this the nicest sweetest place but i heard like maybe 10 years ago there was like issues with ambulances coming to school because really? of drug use. Like it was like ambulances. Yeah, like people were like get themselves in trouble with harsh drugs. Like and have to have an ambulance called to school. Wow. Yeah. I I've never I recently learned that from a student and somebody hired mm -hmm. up. Like wow, it wasn't always just you know as it is now, just bastion of excellence. Yeah. So like we've been through it. And gotta remember that like it's it's not always going to be perfect. You have to work for perfection to keep it too. Yeah. Don't f it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So, um, do you, are you friends with other teachers? Like, are you acquainted with them? Stuff? More so now than before. I used to keep to myself a bit, you know, I yeah. would come right on time for a class and not really hang out. 
Yeah. Um, but this year, especially this semester, I'll get here maybe 20, 30 minutes early and just kind of sit in the teacher's lounge. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's sitting there, you know, after a while of just seeing the same people, eventually my shy butt will say, hey, everybody. And then they'll go like, oh, Parker. Okay. And then they realize that I'm just this nice, dorky guy and everyone starts talking now. I can't really say I know names. Yeah. But I, Mr. Sarte. Yeah, Mr. Sarte. He's super cool. He's chill, yeah. And um, so that's one person I played with him last year in the uh, teacher versus students. Oh, yeah, year. yeah. And I, I liked him ever since then. And this year, you know, we got a little bit closer. Where I'll say hi every time. He'll give me a little punch in the shoulder. Hey, dude. Like, I, I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Because I remember since, you know, since I was like one of your first students, mm-hmm. all the other teachers were like, who is this guy? You know, because mm-hmm. I don't say anything. Yeah, so you would yeah. wonder, <laughs> you know, what, what's up with this Parker guy? You know, how is he as a teacher? Exactly. And like, I always had good things. Like, exactly. there's nothing bad to say. Exactly. About. I don't, I don't do anybody dirty, you know? No, yeah, of course. <laughs> you give us all the time we need. And exactly. like, you're a very fair teacher, fair exactly. grading. Just, yeah, like, you were, you were quite an anomaly, though. Mm-hmm. Like, for like mm-hmm. the first week, I was like, yeah, well, what, what's gonna happen in this class? Exactly. That after exactly. a while, you know, it I all take a little bit of warm up. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember. Like, I like the first seat I ever took was like around here. Oh, that's probably why I spoke to you then, because yeah, yeah, I, I start to branch out as I feel comfortable in my. Yeah, seat. yeah, you like you branch out all the way. This whole row was just like gamers and stuff. Exactly, exactly. The ones who bond to the back, and I talk to them first. Last year, I did not even have glasses, so I probably didn't even see a face. Like, I recognize a face four seats away. <laughs> now I can see clear to the door, so it's a little easier too. Yeah, I know I recognize somebody. Yeah, so uh, you don't have like any beef with any of the teachers. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been juicy. No, that's that's too much feels like for what? Like everyone's here to working. People, the teachers here, as far as you know, they show they're all pretty nice people. Yeah, like I've seen people just sitting there smiling to themselves. I'm like, low key, that's kind of sh- that I do, you know. I'm just <laughs> happy in my cloud. I just be like, just chilling, like, just vibing, you know. Yeah, just Parker and vibe. see exactly, and see somebody else do a vibe too. I'm like, oh, Sarte vibe. How am I doing? Yeah. Take a peek at his uh, iPhone. He's got like Lightroom or something on there. I see him playing like Clash of Clans. I'm like, all right, that's my squad. What do they call it? That's my tribe. One day he's going to know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. But it takes a while, you know. But I plan to be around for a while. So no rush, no rush. Yeah, that's good, man. I don't want to come off too hard because, you know, when I start talking to this, I'm going to talk about computers, chemistry, I'm going to talk about the kids. So I have to kind of find which lane I'm going to talk to a person about. Yeah, you got to read the room a bit. Exactly, exactly. Got to do the same with comedy. You got to know. You know, exactly. what they're just what they're in. So, yeah, like, uh, are the higher-ups at Bravo cool with you, too? As far as I know, now that I come, to talk, come, work to, uh, come on time to work daily, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they've got less and less to say. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, another thing is they want me to say, learn to say no more, Parker. So if that's, like, the worst thing they can tell you, just, just learn to say no more. Again, mm-hmm. that's, that's comes some good advice, you know, especially when you work with young people. Not everyone knows how much to take from a person or how far to push the envelope. Yeah. Some people need to be helped along like okay you don't want to do that yeah you don't want to ask some questions i'm cooling on i'm not mad at you we good but that was a little weird <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel you because like the type of teacher you are like you know whenever i get into like not not trouble it's just like oh you know i'm taking the sat and need to put my backpack somewhere oh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. first name that comes into my mind is mr parker exactly, exactly, you know he's, exactly. he's gonna say yes he's a very exactly, nice person exactly if I just barge into another classroom, they're just going to be like, you know what, you're just interrupting my class. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And then, like, uh, yeah, I've done that. You, you remember, right? Mm-hmm. Just, I just put my backpack exactly. here. I know you're going to take care of it. Exactly, it's fine. Exactly. And then, you know, my phone's dying. I need a charger. Just Why not? What it. does it hurt? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not. You, you, you were, like, my escape girl. And then, like, just this year, I was, like, 30 minutes late to class. I'm just like, well, <laughs> uh, you know, let me just finish up, finish up some work in Mr. Parker's class. You know, I'm safe there. It's a safe zone. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of a lot of students feel that way. Mm-hmm. 
unless you make some decisions. If you make some glaring errors, I'll suggest it in the nicest way. Like maybe don't want to get arrested doing that here. You know, <laughs> you know, if somebody told on you from what I just saw, you know, we'd both be in trouble. Like, no, you know, help because there's sometimes we make some decisions that you shouldn't have. And, you know, it's nice to have somebody who's not going to just rat you out and try to get you in trouble that first time and don't yeah. look at you. Like, no, okay, well, you lucky you did that in the corner. You know, <laughs> that was that was low-key suspicious. Don't do that around everybody. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you have anything, like, in your bucket list that you just, you want to you wanna complete right now? Like, oh, right now? Oh, no, not right now. Just anything in your bucket list in, like, in your whole life. I'm yeah. fishing. You want to go, you've never been fishing? I went fishing for a field trip once with my middle school class. But my first part of my career was middle school. Yeah. yeah I had an all-boy class one year, so they thought that, you know, we should all go fishing. So we did that. I caught a little fish, but <laughs> I kind of want to go more than just standing out on a shore, like, and just doing, I want to be on a boat, maybe. You want to be on a boat? I kind of want to be a fisher, you know, like, maybe twice a year, you know? Once a month. I think I like, I would like that. Once a month? Yeah. Go fishing. Or hunting. Something outside. Hunting. Such an indoors kind of guy with the lab and the computers. And yeah. It's good to diversify. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not very strong, so I don't want to go, <laughs> go do anything that's strenuous. But I would like to be out and, you know, get some Because, you know, that's pretty calm, you know, just, you know, yeah, fishing and stuff. Or get a, a metal detector. <laughs> and then you know, just see what happens. I like history and I like finding things. <laughs> I can totally see you. I'll mess with an arrowhead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Down for finding some coinage. Coinage, yeah, cool. And uh, I remember uh, we talked about like you remember the game Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. a lot of like fishing and hunting. In exactly, that I think that's why I like like those yeah. type of open games with you know I'm just chilling doing a side quest. Princess got away. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I need my armies and bitch boats first. Yeah, because no, Red Dead was a really good game because like everyone had their own adventure. Like you, exactly, random exactly. people always came up to you asking for help, and then you just kind of forget about the main quest for a bit. Exactly, exactly. And that's get, all right. You just get immersed into it, and like I, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of my like favorite games of all time. It's kind of like reading about all the effort, if you will, because it's sometimes harder, you know, to find these missions and things. But it's yeah, it's like reading for me. It's like that adventure. Somebody somebody created this world for me to go in and. and Explore. Explore, yeah. And forget those other characters. I want to be the character, you know? Yeah, you are, yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, I remember, like, you're a big um, fan of those games. And, uh, Fallout. Fallout, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, so I wanted to ask you, like, what, what's your favorite game this year? Like, what are you playing right now? What video games are you on right you know, now? Honestly, I haven't played games like I used to since the baby came. But the last, <laughs> the last few games that I was really happy to play, I didn't even open. I was showing my wife, like, within the last week, like, honey, like, we need to hook the PS4 back up. So I got the Spider-Man from last year. Oh, I touched. I, exactly. I, we were talking I, about I that. recommended yeah, exactly. that. Yeah. Yes, you did. I got that. I, I forgot I had Fallout 76. I never played it, but I've been talking bad. Like, you know, you two taught me I don't like that. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. it. I, like, like, I might mess with that. Game. Yeah, and um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey or something Odyssey, like that. Yeah. I got that sitting at home. I got, I've got, I got gamage at home that I could be playing and I just haven't really got around to it because Peppa Pig and Bluey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two taking up that time. Good thing is now, though, we got an iPad that he loves to look at. When he was younger, he couldn't focus on it, I guess. But now he's he'll play with that all day. So we my wife's been watching more like, you know, uh, was it the Housewives of Atlanta yeah, things. Housewives. Exactly. Of she she started doing that too many episodes of that. I'm like, I'd be playing a, a game, you know, while you're watching eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of uh, Love and Hip Hop or whatever. Dude, we should like totally like you should get some of your like uh students and we could like exchange PSNs and we could just start playing. Exactly, right? exactly. Spider-Man, for you, like what you just said about video games, that's a must. You exactly. You are your own character. You just do Oh, that's an open one? Yeah, it's Damn. open. It's open not. Spider-Man. It's not locked in at all. That sounds nice. You know, it's funny. Nice. Um, do you remember Victor Moon? <laughs> Victor Luna? He was yeah. the one that actually gave me that game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember it. And like, <laughs> Uh, you're the reason why we became friends because, like, oh, cool. I remember I sat here and then you, you changed around the seats a little bit. And I was just like right next to Victor. And I'm just like, hey, you know, what's, what's your name? You know, Victor, 
played and we just we just started going back and forth yeah this is like some people think of you know the computer world as you know very insular you know you know what you call it I mean, cubicle work oh well, yeah but no design is very open you know we're yeah. on the internet downloading tutorials on how to do what people are sharing on you know with like reddit you know we're yeah, yeah, telling reddit, each other yeah. what, how we do these things yeah. there's no secret there's no like oh this is only the only method no it's a very open world very friendly people yeah it's good uh what's your what's your favorite subreddit <laughs> jeez i didn't just open that one huh well you know <laughs> i like this tv show called um sliders oh sliders. sliders from like 1995. yeah and i found a reddit on there related to sliders so i go there a lot if there's anything about you know like at home I, this one one i found about cooks like beginning cooks and they'll just say how to Whoa. like exactly i like i like going there i'm not a beginning cook but it makes you feel good to see people asking things like how do i boil an egg and being yeah. dead serious i'm like i got that one you know i can do that <laughs> so i don't feel so like out of place i'm learning how to cook more now for the family and things so my wife's not the only one you know making meatballs or whatever i'm like I can boil yeah. meat yeah and apply fire stuff. exactly and, you know i'm out in the back you know mixing benzaldehyde you know make, making yeast and stuff you know but yeah i can't cook but yeah. I'm cooking outside, so it's like just like just bring bring that knowledge in. Yeah, I'm like okay, so I did. You know, yeah, yeah. And last week I made tacos. It's not that Whoa. big. I took like from the package Whoa. to the table. I did everything except for chop the um, onions. Chop the onions. Wow, mm-hmm. you're really diversifying your life right now. Exactly, exactly. Actually, yeah. very. Before before you know, recently my whole thing was I'm a level eighty healer. You know? <laughs> I heal fifty man rays, whatever. But now yeah. I can actually say more than that. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're really <laughs> like some likey stuff. Yeah, uh, I remember you mentioned you're thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight now. Oh, thirty eight. Yeah, so you are at that point in life where you're just trying some new stuff. You, exactly. you want to go fishing. You want right. to start cooking. You know, exactly. become a better father. Kinda become a better coworker. Exactly. Set in my exactly that one too. Like I kind of want to do more. And work like not just have work just be work but kind of do like i do at home right you know, and in my other life where i excel at it and like really kick his ass if you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, you know really go it. at it and like i even have a color printer and i do design i've really pushed to make sure that i get a color printer in this classroom there's things i could have done to like you know make it happen quicker yeah you know i fill out applications and then they'll say uh refill it out and i'll take like a month to refill it out because <laughs> everything's kind of it's all working out but it yeah. could be better if i make it better you know what i mean you know different software that i really could download and put on and make us all learn you know if you, if you push it hard things good things will happen so i think that's gonna be my next thing things with me just work out because you know i'm proficient and good at what i do yeah if you I are push it and push those around me we all go a little bit further and, you know what's wrong with that yeah just yeah, meter that with without without being too too much you know without being too pushy yeah. exactly exactly but just kind of exude this you know aura of it's just come on with me let's do this yeah because i remember when i started in your class we, we started off slow you know mm-hmm, doing simple mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. here and there you know just some some steps you know mm-hmm. look at the textbook the digital textbook a lot of time that, to do it exactly. that you didn't make us buy because you're exactly, the homie exactly. you know i know exactly. how much those cost exactly. i know i know how you got <laughs> that too <laughs> yeah. well, I for it, you, know? you paid for it but at one point we, we did pay for it but you guys don't have to it's, it's knowledge and you're yeah. not using it to take over you know england or anything <laughs> you're making some drawings because you know there's some assholes out there that would have charged that would charge like you know, 200 dollars or something not unless it was my book and you sell my book but no this is i've seen it at so many different schools there's no need to like be that way about it yeah everybody's like, sharing it out, out elsewhere why not share with my people unless yeah. like once you know me you're my people and you get my benefits and hell yeah whatever i know that's legal and can you know take yeah. it somewhere <laughs> positive i got you yeah that's that's awesome man and you know w- what i'm learning from you right now is that even even when you're just like when you when you hit like new levels in life when like you become a father you get your career there's always like a lot of room for like improvement and growth and just you can just improve it every day your eyes yeah, yeah you, you realize that 
it could be better. I could take my baby to walk more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could, like, get him into Spider-Man, play together, exactly, you know? Exactly, exactly. He's already, like, doing the computer thing. He knows he's two years old. He can hold an iPad, flip through it like a pro. Yeah. And, you know, so he's understanding now. Now he's actually able to do more, yeah. That two-year-old... He plays guitar. What? I've got him playing guitar. Whoa. He holds He'll go get his guitar, hold it properly now. And it took a long time just to get him to hold it properly. Yeah. But to see him go get it himself and then start singing with it. Yeah. Because I'm a corny guy. I'll get it and start singing some Green Day or something. And now he tries to... Green that. Day? Oh, yeah. I You're like, like, you like you like Green Day? Oh, I'm, yeah, I like all rock. Oh, wow. I, first I, I, time people meet me on my cell, yeah, I like trap. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> like trap. The answer they expect or something I think that they expect. But then really, no. And then I, you got to do the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Exactly. I, I like bluegrass. Oh, bluegrass. The first songs I listened to like high school were like Andy Griffith and like the Dillards and some odd things that you wouldn't expect. You know, Smiley 1999. Really? Everybody else listening, you know, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Going yeah. to Hamilton and like white kids wearing Wu-Tang shirts. And I'm like, Beach Boy, I like the Beach Boys. <laughs> it's like the exactly. juxtaposition. Exactly. It's like... These two things together. The white kids got or the white kids got the NWA shirts. You got the exactly. NSYNC shirts. Exactly. They're, they're doing the dances, and I'm like, huh? I gotta, I gotta go home and do the reject in the mirror just so that I can <laughs> be what people expect. That's <laughs> awesome, man. So no, yeah, I play bass and guitar, so my baby's starting to pick it up. Yeah, your son, he could probably be like the CEO of like so like bus hysteria. Yeah, <laughs> he could he could be whatever he wants. Yes, he can. Yeah. He could be whatever he applies himself to. That's pretty awesome, much, pretty man. much. That is, and schooling helps a lot, you know. Yeah, it's and easy to be what the people are around you. So it's kind of being exposed to a lot of different things is really beneficial. Having yeah. mentors if you don't have that in your family or in your area or something in your social group. See, since you're a teacher and uh, your your son is eventually, you know, he's gonna have to be in the education system. So do you have like a, like a third eye? That like we we don't know like you know what what schools you're gonna put him in. You know, you, you have know? connections and stuff. I forget the, the, the quote, but it was like a quote from like Alexander Pope or somebody I learned when I was in my English major. Like it pretty much said that if you leave up, leave the education of your child to schools, public education, or the system, yeah, you'd be sorely disappointed. Mm. So I, I don't think I'll just, I don't think the school really matters. As long as it's a decent school where people aren't like getting shot every day, <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they got books and stuff. I think it's gonna be fine because you know he's gonna have essays at home. Yeah, and it will make me read books because she was a retired, she's a retired administrator for LASD. Yeah. So I had essays on top of my homework. If she thought I wasn't having enough homework or something, you know. Yeah. Or notice I was reading kind of slow. She would read with me, you know, second grade, make sure I said all the words right and yeah. you know, things like that. Because, you know, you know, you know how the system works. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. how it goes. Mm -hmm. you know stuff how happens. Stuff happens. You do get poor teachers like in a math class. And they say a couple of years of, you know, poor teacher or under being under challenged in math can set you back, you know, your whole life. Mm. Unless you some at some point, you know, decide I'm going to do it on my own and try to catch up. Right. But it's hard to not know fractions and try to do some algebra. Yeah. Cause yeah, that that's been my weakest subject for a while, and uh, since I'm like pursuing computer science, I really need to get on that and just sharpen in my skills, way. you know, in a real way. Yeah. So is that is, uh, is that what you got your degree on? I um, I got my degree in English. And I took a lot of computer science classes. Yeah. But um, I realized I didn't like it, so I ended up doing more like astronomy and languages mm. than um, actual computer science because I saw arrays and I was like, what? <laughs> now these are the days before it was just before coding. It was programming, and I just did not like that. It was all math and i can understand some numbers i went to ap calc in high school so you know yeah you, you show me some math i can f with some math but i didn't even see the math connection in, in computer science it's so dry i didn't like it so i stopped taking those classes after about i think it was just one or two classes it feels like maybe just one one or two and I classes. full-on english and, and languages and um astronomy yeah because i really need to mentally prepare myself because i know it's going to be rigorous Do you, you know? like that kind of thing like actually actual yeah i mean i i've been like on code academy and stuff and just i i, I do enjoy coding you know like you ever tried unity before uh what unity unity uh is that the game is it? 
yeah, game engine, that kind of like that's yeah. one of the coding angles. Whenever I ask people about that, like, have you ever tried JBuilder? Oh, J program Java. Have you done any coding? Which one do you like better? Mm. And then kind of gear them towards whatever that is. Because some people really are thinking coding and game design or something like that, or, or, or program design, you know, but in more than programming. And if you get that early, you can like save some time and some grief. If you just realize, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I, I was just thinking I like coding this whole time. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So for me, you know, high school, is, it's ending in like 10 weeks, 10, 11 weeks. And uh, these so soon. Right, right. I swear I just married. met. I swear I just met you like two months ago. Yeah, get, right? right, right. And so, uh, is there any advice that you would want to give to me or anyone like listening to the podcast? Is you know who's finishing high school? Some advice for college and stuff. Finish strong in high school. Okay. Um, if you're at Bravo or another good school, well, most schools they, they're they're preparing you for college. Yeah. So college is a lot little easier than the high schools, especially if it's one where you have to do essays and. Homework and things like that. Some schools give them essays or homework. So, you know, yeah, yeah. sorry for you. You're going to be like in Math 85, but you can still make it if you just decide at some point in your life, I'm going to do it for me, not for the teacher, not for mom. I want to know this because it makes my brain feel good to know it. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's why I did chemistry because once I realized that you can just take some powders and liquids and make what they're making and charging you for, you know, yeah. your, your asthma medication or whatever, I like realized I want to know that. I don't like not knowing that that somebody else knows and they can do it at home, but yeah. I can't. I so, got money. I can buy it. <laughs> I like what you're saying. Like you should really, um, you know, you should really put it in in your own hand. You yeah. Know? You should really. You should you really take it, it upon yourself. It, but don't do it. Yeah. It's not gonna kill you most of the times. You know, if you don't do certain things, you don't want to know. You know, get know enough math to not go broke. Yeah. But that's why you have accountants if you really don't want to get into it that deep. All right. So uh, the bell just rang, right. and you know, second period. Second <laughs> period coming in. One of the announcements. Bro, I'm just gonna do like a outro. All right. So. Uh, you know, I just did a podcast with Mr. Parker, and, you know, it was a really good experience. We hopped around a little bit. We got a little inter interruptions and stuff, but, you know, it was really good. And do you have anything to say? It was fun. Thanks for including me, and I hope to someday get onto that comedy tip. Hey, I got you, man. You've got to get those headshots in order, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>